Hello, everyone. Welcome to Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am your host, Coach Vanessa Green. So today we're going to talk about purposed pain. Um, we're going to dig deep into what these two words really truly mean and then begin to understand how God has put these things together. Okay, so I hope you have your journal. I hope you have your pen and you're ready to take some notes because um, we're going to talk a little bit about the definition of these two words before we kind of get into the meat of this conversation. So pain is oftentimes described as a sensation that causes mild to severe physical discomfort and or emotional distress. It can cause damage, suffering, and oftentimes it leads to evasive action. So that means oftentimes we ignore it. We overlook, you know, if we have a little pain here and there. We just kind of keep pushing through. We keep, you know, going on because we got things to do. So we can't allow ourselves to be, you know, distracted by it. But then when I also looked at um, the definition for the word pain, that was the noun. Using pain as a noun, but using it as a verb, it means to put oneself into trouble to make someone suffer. It causes suffering or causes distress. It causes hurt. So we have two definitions for the word pain. Um, And so we've probably all walked in both of those usages of the word pain as a noun and as a verb. And so just put a pin in that and let's talk about the definition for purpose, which also can be used as a noun and as a verb. So the noun definition means something set up as an object, something that is uh, attained. So when we talk about purpose, it's attaining something or it's an object that we have before us that helps us to have clear uh, intention. When we look at the definition of the word purpose in the verb, it means to put forth or to propose um, as an arm to oneself or to engage. You know, what, what's, what's we, our purpose for doing things is maybe to engage in something where there's a purpose behind things that we that we do. That's what engages us in certain things. And so when we look at putting those two words together, as far as purposed pain, and we talk about the things that we may experience in life, we realize that there are some things that that honestly may be self-inflicted, that we put ourselves in certain situations um, that may cause us discomfort, they may cause distress, um, that may cause suffering. And then we oftentimes just ignore it. Um, or that we allow something or someone to come into our space and they may be that pot stirrer that's troublesome. They're causing chaos and confusion. And that's where we kind of get that phrase, you know, they're a pain in the neck. Um, and so we, we allow something to come into the space. 
that causes that discomfort and stress. And then sometimes we put ourselves in situations that cause that hurt, that cause that pain, that cause us to suffer. and, And there's just great distress. But when we talk about purpose, we understand that there is always, always purpose in the pain. And that our pain oftentimes, if not all of the time, has purpose. Our pain has purpose because it alerts us to that, to the fact that there's something wrong that maybe we have poor eating habits. We don't exercise enough. We don't get the proper amount of rest. We don't um, dedicate time to maybe studying or, you know, really honing into something that we know that we're going to need that later on in the journey. And if we're not careful, that leads to a negative mindset. We ignore the signs um, we begin to speak negatively. Then we we may even get in this place of where we just give up because it's too painful. It's too hard. And the symptoms that we're experiencing alert us to the fact that we're either doing one or two things, but we're going to focus on the first thing is that we're doing something wrong. We need to change some habits. We need to change the way that we think. We need to change the way that we speak. We may need to even change the people that we hang around. If there are people that gossip and backbite and are always negative, they, they're they showing signs or symptoms of maybe there's a little bit of jealousy or insecurity or self-doubt, self, um, self-confidence. Those are the symptoms and the signs that they're exhibiting that pain. And if we allow that to infect us, then we can go down that same road. But also we have to understand that in that pain, the purpose could also be that we're doing something right. Then maybe some old habits are coming to the surface, but then it's teaching us that maybe we need to do some things differently. We need to change the way that we think. We need to change the way that we speak about situations. We need to change the way that we look at ourselves. We need to put down some old habits. So when we finally address that pain, then God can start to speak to us about some things we need to do differently. We need to put that old mindset behind us. We need to... um, begin to walk in forgiveness that we don't need to allow that bitterness and anger and resentment or that insecurity or that that fear or that doubt to continue to be the thing that we allow to speak to us but that we can break free of those things and even as we're going through painful situations again like I said there's purpose in that pain even though we may experience loss We may feel isolated, that we don't have anybody to talk to. We may have these seasons that we go through that we just have to be silent. Those are times that God can speak to us about the purpose behind the pain. I think of Job and and everything that he experienced. He lost everything, was deeply infirmed in his body, greatly afflicted. But there was purpose in the pain and the pain had purpose. Even if he was trusting God, 
even if he never cursed him, he began to question and doubt why he was even born. It was like he was believing what his friends were. He was starting to believe what his friends were, were saying. That he would even question why God even allowed him to be born. But when God came on the scene and began to clear up some things, he then began to understand the purpose behind the pain and understand that the pain has purpose. And so there are three things that oftentimes we think about when we encounter pain. The first, One of the first things, um, actually, I could really say four. The first thing we already kind of discussed is that we oftentimes ignore it. We overlook it. We think it's nothing. And that little thing can grow into something big. It can lead to a huge infection. It could cause um, us to have to have something very invasive done because we've evaded it. We've overlooked it. We've completely ignored it. And so therefore, the fruit of that is even greater pain, an even bigger problem, even more suffering. And that is not necessary. The second thing that we uh, often think about when pain is involved is that we don't want to go through anything. We just want the easy way. We just want God to do it. We treat him as if he's just a microwave. Um, You know, just press a button and and God will give us exactly what it is that we need. And we don't have to go through anything. We don't want to go through anything. We feel like, um, you know, we've gone through enough stuff. So if if it's going to be painful, I don't want to deal with it. So we just ignore it. But I can guarantee you that very thing that you choose to ignore is the very thing that God will bring back. And so at some point in time, you're going to have to deal with it. And we have to remember, we hear it all the time, no pain, no gain. And so sometimes we just have to address what needs to be addressed. So the third thing is that we don't want to make any changes. We've become complacent. We've become comfortable. We got everything just the way we want it. We're good. And actually, we're not. We're not at all. And we figure that since we got this good system down, that this is going to be the thing that sustains us in the seasons to come. The challenges that we may encounter later on down the road. Well, we got this thing in place. And so I don't have to go through anything else. I don't have to suffer anymore. This is what I'm going to be able to do. And so again, that comes to a place, we get to a place to where we're starting to ignore again. We're, we're ignoring the symptoms and the signs because we don't want to make any changes. We've, we've gotten to this point and we have to be mindful that oftentimes the thing that you did in a previous season, you may not do in the next season. It may require more of you. So guess what? That means that you may have to experience a different level of suffering a different level of discomfort. But trusting and knowing all along that there is purpose in this pain, that this thing was not sent to kill me or destroy me, but it was sent to make me wiser, stronger, better. And the last thing is that 
when it comes to pain, we don't want to sacrifice anything. We feel like we've gone through enough. We're dealing with enough stuff. We got enough on our plate. And so we don't want to make any more sacrifices. We don't, we don't want to have to give up something else. We still want to hold on to that little bit of, of resentment because we gave up 99% of it. So, but I still want to hold on to this thing as if we have control. And that one thing that you are still trying to control is actually controlling you. Because at some point, the 99% that you feel like you've given up, it'll turn into 50%. It's going to turn into 80%. It's going to go right back to that 99% and have complete control because you won't give up 100% of it. You won't give up that, that unforgiveness a hundred percent because you feel like you still got to hold something. And, and what God is admonishing us to do is to give up everything so that he can put his peace. He can put his joy. He can put his love on the inside of us and that we can experience it in great abundance and not even just the abundance, but that there be overflow. And so we say we want to have this impact and influence but we don't want to go through anything. We don't want to go through the pain. We don't want to go through the discomfort. We don't want to take the necessary steps to have the invasive work done so that all of that poison, all of that uh, infection can be completely cleared up. We, we oftentimes think that, you know, when we're pursuing purpose, that um, everything is just going to be handed to us. And, and we have to understand there are things that we have to go through. We ask God to show us what our purpose is and to use us, but we don't want to do what it takes to get to that point that we're completely usable. We don't want to be used from a perspective of where the things that we are speaking reproduce who we currently are, which may be hurt, which may be depressed, which may be um, sad about some things. We may have some unresolved issues. We may have allowed, you know, that resentment to reside in our hearts. And so that's the way that we carry on about our lives. That's the way that we speak to others. So then if we're not careful, we reproduce who we are. And that's not who we want to be in the earth. That's not how we want to show up in the earth. And so our transformative thought for today is this. I no longer subject myself to unnecessary pain. I no longer subject myself to unnecessary pain. So we no longer subject ourselves to anger. We no longer subject ourselves to bitterness. We no longer uh, subject ourselves to resentment. We no longer subject ourselves to a mindset of I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not qualified. I'm always overlooked. No one cares about me. We no longer subject ourselves. Those are self-inflicted wounds. That's self-inflicted. Because if the truth be told, that's not what God says about us. God says that we are fearfully 
and wonderfully made. That's what God says. So when we inflict these things on ourselves, then that's the way we show up in the earth. That's the way that we talk. That's our attitude towards other people. And so when we say things about others, we, we really are saying them about ourselves. Those are things that we think of ourselves. And what the other person may have is something that we may be desire. We may desire to have that peace. We may desire to have that joy. We may desire to be loving and kind towards everyone, but because we have all these negative things that we think and that we speak, that's how we show up and it's unnecessary pain. So I have four things for you that we definitely can use to address that pain and know that it's purposed pain, okay? So the first thing is to stop ignoring the pain address it. I said it earlier. We've got to stop ignoring it. We got to stop ignoring the signs. We got to stop ignoring the symptoms, the red flags that are popping up all over the place to let us know we're out of alignment. We're out of focus, that there's some confusion and chaos going on in our spirit, that we're letting these things take root in our hearts. We got to stop ignoring the pain and address it. Psalms 34 and 19 says, Many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous, but the Lord rescues him from them all. This is a very you know, familiar passage of scripture that we've oftentimes heard. And we have to understand that those things are going to come but that God rescues us from all of it. He delivers us from all of it. So if we address those things and take those things to God and let him know that, you know, confess to him that we don't want to feel this way. We don't want these thoughts to be our thoughts. We want his thoughts to be our thoughts. We want the way that he speaks to be the way that we speak then he helps us to confront those things. He helps us to address those things. And then he begins to heal those things because we allow him to reveal those things. So don't ignore the pain. Address those things. Allow God to reveal those things. And then allow God to heal those things. The second thing that we have to understand is that pain is temporary. It's not forever. Pain is temporary. The pain goes away. We start to feel better. We can walk in the fullness of of God and everything that he has for us, that the suffering doesn't last, but for a time, but for a season. But to just be reminded that it's temporary. It's not forever. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured, I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand a hand of justice, of power, of victory, 
of salvation. God sees everything. He knows everything that we're going through. He also knows when we're inflicting those wounds upon ourselves, and he can still use those things for our good. But he's also reassuring us that it's not forever, that we don't have to fear. He's always with us to strengthen us and to help us. And that his righteous right hand is right there. And that in his hand is justice, power, victory, and salvation. I don't know of a greater promise than that to hold on to in something that ultimately is is temporary something that's not going to last us for eternity and then John 14 and 27 says that peace I leave with you my perfect peace I give to you not as the world gives do I give to you do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be afraid. My perfect peace, calm in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. And so we know that in life, we're gonna have challenges. There's gonna be something that's gonna come after this experience. But to know that it's temporary And that God is going to be faithful to teach us something in every circumstance, every situation, every trial, every every tribulation. God is teaching us. And so even if we experience that same season of going through pain, the next season you may learn something else. So you continue to build in that first season. It may be to deepen and strengthen your relationship with Christ. The next season, it may be that he's teaching you to be patient in the times of affliction. The next season, it may be that he's teaching you to just sit in silence, to let to let him fight the battles. Because he has salvation and victory and justice within his righteous right hand to remind us to not let our hearts be troubled and to not be afraid, that he has given us his perfect peace in every situation and that his perfect peace gives us courage and strength for every challenge. The pain is temporary. The next thing is to take comfort in the discomfort. Now, I know, I know you're saying, how, how is it that I can be comfortable and I'm going through this pain? I'm going through this suffering. How am I supposed to take comfort in that? Because Isaiah 43 and two says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. That's why. Understanding that when the waters rise, you won't drown. God's not going to allow that. That even though the weapons form, they will not prosper. That even when you walk through fire, you won't get burned. You won't even smell like your skin has been scorched at all. 
because God's with you. And so we can take comfort in the discomfort. We need to get into a mindset of the fact that the things that God allows to happen, just like he allowed Job to go through great suffering, God's peace is right there. And he did not leave us to be comfortless. He knows what we're going through. He knows what we're experiencing. And he's going to allow us to come out of that thing victorious. 2 Corinthians 1 and 4 says, I'm going to start in verse 3 actually. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts and encourages us in every trouble so that we will be able to comfort and encourage those who are in any kind of trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as Christ's sufferings are ours in abundance as they overflow to his followers, So also our comfort, our reassurance, our encouragement, our consolation is abundant through Christ. It is truly more than enough to endure what we must. Verse six goes on to say, but if we are troubled and distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. Or if we are comforted and encouraged, it is for your comfort, which works in you when you patiently endure the same sufferings which we experience. And finally, verse seven says, and our hope for you, our confident expectation of you, of good for you, is firmly grounded, assured and unshaken, since we know that just as you share as partners in our suffering, so you also share as partners in our comfort. So I know that was a lot in verses three through seven, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, we suffer so that we are able to help others in their suffering. We're able to provide them comfort as we have been comforted. So see what we go through, actually it's just happening through us so that we are able to provide that encouragement, that comfort for others. That's what this passage of scripture is letting us know. That his righteous hand is in the midst of it so that we can share with others about how righteous he is. That he provides calm, that he provides the victory, that he provides the consolation. We can share that with others. And so we are then firmly grounded and rooted in that. And so just like we share in the suffering, we also share in the comfort. That's the great reminder that we have. And so we can help others to take comfort in the things that are causing that discomfort at this time. Reminding them that it doesn't last forever. And that it's better to address it because guess what? Look at all that you're getting from God. Look at all that you're learning. Look at what you're going to then be able to share with others in their seasons of pain. To remind them that this pain has purpose. 
And the last thing is to not focus on the pain, but to focus on the promise. Focus on the promise of God. Be very, very, very intentional to focus on the promise and not the pain. Psalms 23 and 4 says, Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort and console me. Now, we know that scripture. We say it all the time. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. This is the time to to exercise it and focus on the promise of God. That his rod and his staff are there to comfort us and console us. We just talked about comforting and consoling in the previous uh, passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians 1. We just talked about that. Here's another confirmation. Here's another promise from God that he's he's right there. So focus on me. Keep your eyes on me because I got you. I got you in this whole thing. The last passage of scripture that I have is Psalms 94 and 19. This is something that you can even use as an affirmation, a scripture that you can, you know, just um, memorize and recite in those times to help you focus on the promise and not the pain. When my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your comforts delight me. God has already told you he's your comforter. We often say it, you know, in our prayers that he's our comforter and he is. He's our protector. He's our provider. He sees all and he knows all. And so how many times have I said the word comfort just in these scriptures that we've read? I know several times in reading um, in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 7. He provides comfort. He provides calm. He provides peace. He He consoles us. But he also promises that he's right there and that that thing that we're experiencing is nothing, nothing compared to one, what he had to go through so that we could have this life, but that he also knows the things that we've gone through. And so he can give us the right guidance, the proper directions, the specific strategic instructions on how to go through this difficult season so that we have the proper perspective on the pain. We have proper perspective. We don't ignore it. We don't have an attitude that we don't wanna go through anything. We don't get so stubborn and selfish and self-centered and self-focused that we don't wanna make any changes because we're comfortable in this thing. And we don't have an attitude that we're not gonna make any sacrifices because we feel like we've gone through enough as it is. We have a totally different perspective when it comes to pain and the purpose behind the pain. We no longer subject ourselves to unnecessary pain, the self-inflicted wounds that we've allowed ourselves to now believe and think that this is something that we deserve because of all the things that we've done in our past. 
And we don't always give the enemy credit saying that it's the enemy doing this. Sometimes God is allowing it. So we're going to take a deep breath with that one. God oftentimes allows suffering. Sometimes it's to get our attention. Sometimes it's to see if we're trusting him the way that we say that we trust him. And if he's trying to get our attention, that means that we are definitely off course, that we've inflicted too many wounds on ourselves and God needs to get our attention and say, hey, hey, you, you've gone too far out there. I need you to come back. I need to talk to you about some things. I need you to help un- help you understand that the things that you've been going through, some of this is because, yes, you've gone about it your own way and you thought that you knew better for your life. But I'm I'm here to rescue you out of all of that. You don't have to go through those things, that there are going to be some things that you have to go through. But ultimately, they're going to be for your good. Ultimately, you're going to have this better relationship with me. You're going to stick close to me. You're going to allow me to hide, hide you under the shadow of my wings and shield you in this season. You're going to allow me to speak to you about your purpose and that the reason that this thing that you're going through is so necessary is because you're going to be able to birth your purpose from this. You're going to be able to walk into your purpose. You're going to be able to help other people that experience suffering, that experience pain. You're going to encounter that person that's going to be going through the exact same thing that you went through. And you're going to be able to help walk them through that. You're going to be able to help guide them through that. That's going to be the testimony. That's going to be my light shining on the inside of you so that you can be that beacon of hope for somebody else. And so don't despise the pain, but stay focused on the promise. Don't don't get distracted by the pain, but focus on the promise. Remember to just take comfort in the discomfort because the pain is temporary. And address the pain so that you can be blessed by the pain. I thank you for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. And until next time.